uh, they were be- best friends. Oh, maybe sure. maybe the older brother and him were dating because the main character kid was entirely too young. For Ladies, gentlemen, them, they, and all, it's showtime! <laughs> Although uh, when we do say showtime, uh, we, we do use that term very loosely as what we've got in store for you today. Well, uh, uh, our presenters have really no idea what they're going to say because they're all unprepared. So strap yourselves in and brace yourself as the Some Nobodies present PowerPoint Showdown. So start that round of applause as we welcome this week's keynote speaker. Oh, nice. Sirius is here. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another very special conference. And we want to start off by saying thank you very much. This is going to be a season finale of the show. Uh, This season has been amazing, and we're going to end it with a little bit of poop jokes. So we thought that was probably the best thing to do. Uh, And to which, tonight, you'll be hearing from four professionals discussing our topic, human waste disposal. Uh, With me, as always, we have Dylan, and I think he's boosted. Yeah, you won't be able to tell, but I am. Oh, nice. Is that like a like a mystery pack kind of thing? Yeah, there are 15 oh. of me in a foil sleeve, and you don't know which one you're going to get. Oh, sick. But but I got one of you. At least one, yes. You bought me single. <laughs> and I think you're going to remain that way. That's super the cute. Worst, the, worst <laughs> part about, the worst part about that is that uh, Zach always buys the cheapest singles he can find, mm-hmm. so we didn't get a good one. Yeah, that he is... only plays pauper format. Yeah, I, I really like to look at all the crazy websites and buy the cheapest of all things, especially things in bulk. So that's awesome. Uh, obviously, we also have Mr. Serious Scienceman. How are you, sir? Uh, very serious today. You look no jokes serious. out of me because human waste and its disposal. There's nothing funny about it. Yeah, that is true. This is going to be pretty hard because this is no funny business here. Uh, so I scoured TikTok, scoured Instagram. I had to look for the proper poop professional the the person who knows the most about poop and how to handle it how to let it handle itself and i found dr p squared similar but it's definitely yeah a second part but okay listen samantha lelander how are you i'm good how are you (laughs) i'm doing very well thank you very much for doing this i'm very excited to learn something that i do not already know about human waste and the disposal of such um and so for those who don't know uh each contestant will be given roughly 10 minutes uh to present a topic of the week once again human waste disposal and after each presentation there'll be a short q a from the panel and of course we invite any member of the audience to ask as many questions as humanly possible we're professionals. We'll answer them. And after the fourth presentation, the panelists will vote on which speaker we awarded the, be awarded the $50,000 scholarship to some nobody's university and the nostalgia prize of the week. Once again, thanks to one of our Patreon members, Mr. Shaquille Oatmeal. And what we have here is a, I don't know. I think it's because Michael's here that it's, it's something. So it, it's a 1958 box of tiddlywinks, uh, which obviously are the, the, the winkiest of all tittles, I think. Uh, now, this box contains winks for four players, and uh, Shaquille Oatmeal thought that was nice because there is four of us. Oh, yeah. And, and when I open it, apparently it's just, it's like a, 
it's just like a clown face <laughs> with some discs. So I don't know how to play this, but we're we're gonna have some fun later on. So winner tonight gets that as well as a fifty thousand dollar scholarship grant to Sun Nobody's University. Uh, I had some dudes laying around, but nobody cares about those. Let's get on with it. We're gonna start the presentation. Please bring up my slides, producers. Okay, now the most important thing about human waste is obviously disposing of it. You may or may not want it around. I'm not sure. That's up to you. Uh, but in case you don't want it around, there are ways of getting rid of it, uh, such as what to do <laughs> what to do when there's piss and shit everywhere. Uh, it's hard to get around. Uh, your neighbors will know that it's there, so you need to get rid of it as soon as possible. Uh, I'm going to show you, tell you, maybe even hear you a couple things to what to do when there's piss and shit everywhere. Uh, next slide, please. Now to start, 9 million gallons of human shit produced every second. Now you think about it, there's like 8 billion people on the planet. The majority of them, at least a third of them, are rocking a solid number two. Now 1% of those number twos are really going to start adding up. And if you think about it, the reason that we invented cars to begin with was because of horse shit. Now there's 9 million gallons of human shit produced every second. Imagine what we're about to, you know, produce or invent to get rid of all that. Also, there's not enough rugs to wipe up that much human shit for every single second of the year. You got to do something else with it. Guess what? Next slide, please. We'll get to it. I mean, Dave. This is Dave Smith, and a lot of this is actually his fault. He is one of my, I guess you could say interns. He started out as like a roommate, and then he took my laptop. Uh, then he told me that he liked to design my thumbnails for our YouTube videos. Uh, now he's making slides for me as far as everything else, and he said that he's a professional of shit and what to do with it. And that scares me because Dave never leaves my house, which means he's probably hiding shit somewhere in my house. For that reason, a lot of this is going to be his fault, but we're going to get into that. I'd like you to meet Dave, Dave Smith. Next slide, please. Why did he, why did Dave put that in there? God, I hate Dave. Now, we got to have to go in depth here because if there's one thing about human waste before you dispose of it, you got to get into it. You got to understand what it is. You got to root through it and see if you can find any gems or valuables. I mean, if you think about it, the human body, yeah, 70% is water, but I think 1% is actual precious gemstones. And you could be farting slash pooping those out all day, every day. At least 9 million of us are doing it every second. Now, what I found in going through my own and some of Dave's human waste was that 15% of that is mercury. I don't know how he got that much planet in him, but that's what our studies show. Now, 20% of that is going to be corn. That guy, he like hangs out in the maze. That's all he does. Just corn, tortillas, chips, he, whatever a cowboy caviar is, he keeps like, just saying, I'm eating all this cowboy caviar. I think that's a lot of corn. Now, 30% of this is just other. Now, Mars is actually a pretty cold place, and that's true. The feces I was into, not cold. Well, 30% of it was. That's why I, I called that Mars. Now, 35% of that is seawater. And this is why Dave himself is getting pretty dehydrated, because he's drinking straight seawater. And he said that's the best way to lose weight. And I told him that we'll find out while going through all of his feces. And I thought we'd be disposing of this, but apparently we're just going to be talking about feces. So let's get on to it in the next slide. Is there anywhere on earth that's clean? There's so much shit everywhere. Now, what I did was I compiled uh, a quick little map here. And everywhere that I found human shit, I put a, 
a, a red thumbtack into it. Now, this is actually a picture of the map that I put on my own wall full of thumbtacks. I have literally found human feces everywhere. And what I've learned is that people do not know how to properly dispose of human waste. They have it. They don't want it. It kind of is wasteful. What are they doing with it? They're just leaving it places. Plopping it off in water holes. Uh, just leaving it on random curbs. Uh, Walmart's half full of it now. But anyway, we need to talk about disposal at some point of human waste. And I'm sure I'm going to get into that on the next slide. Please. Now, before it's disposed, the things you got to do is you got to avoid it. And that's why I'm trying to teach people how to dispose of human waste is because we don't want it around. You got to avoid it. You're at like a random Limp Biscuit concert. This stuff's flying through the air and you just got to know what to do when it's running around. Uh, Michael Colby tried to sell me tickets to Three Doors Down, and apparently that was a real shit show. And here's what to do when there's too much of it to avoid. You're going to lose tube <laughs> yeah i mean <laughs> there's a lot of things you can't do i can tell you that we'll start there what you cannot do you cannot go crazy you cannot just start chomping it down now you can open your mouth a little bit and go oh no 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 i gotta lose that there's also the tube method which is like try to deflect it with most of your teeth but honestly just close your mouth to begin with now, when you're in those shit shows or Red and Limp Biscuit concerts, avoid it. Avoid the worst of it. Actually, avoid the best of it. Even the best of human waste should be disposed of. Next slide, please. Hold up. My stupid kid made some art. I got to talk about this shit. <laughs> now, what I asked my stupid kid, who is a 24-year-old woman, to do was to give me what she thought I should do with human waste. Now, this is the third picture she drew me. The first two were just straight middle fingers. Very detailed. Now, what this one was, was this one was for me to find a very huge cat head, take a dump all over it, get my neighbors to walk around, and really get the community involved. Take like a vote. Now, if you look here, I got an odd number of people because I don't want it to be a tie. And the worst thing you want to do when discussing human waste is really tie. This seems to be a very firm matter. Yeah, I mean, yeah, loose if you want, firm preferably. 20% corn, but I tell you, my stupid kid, they made some art, and she's making me talk about this shit. LOL. Next slide, please. Too little or too much slope is not is not good, because uh, honestly, if there's no slope at all, you're just going to have floaty turds. You're going to have floaty turds sitting there trying to take up all of the rent space, and Dave has moved into where these turds should be. You know what? Now I think about it, I should put Dave on a bit of a slope. Now, if there is, let's say, one foot of a slope, right? Let's just say it's one quarter inch to a half an inch. And it, over the duration of a foot, I'm going to say this is a pretty solid slope here because both liquids and solids drain out effectively. They go right out the old Pepsi style. Uh, anybody remember that? Oh, Pepsi. Damn, that's stupid. Okay, anyway. Now, what I did was I tried to put too much slope on it one time. And I was like, we got to get this stuff out of here fast. I put too much of a slope. I went a little more than a half an inch over the course of the same foot. And what I found is that liquids drained too quickly. Solids were left behind. Then those things dried out. Then I had to chip them away with my daughter's art supplies because she makes me shitty art that I usually have to talk about. LOL. Next slide, please. Slope is important. Watch out for the corn. Oh, that was in conclusion. That... <laughs> what I, 
There could be a diagram for any conclusion. What a prick. Anyway, folks, I really hope that you learned a lot about human waste, about how to human waste your time, about human waste, your visuals, about really just a human waste of the Internet. Uh, I did not go over disposal because there's going to be a part two to this, and you'll see that in a few years. But human waste, you got to look out for it. Limp Biscuit concerts, got to look out for them. Michael Cole be trying to sell you something, look out for it. It's probably human waste. That's been... (laughs) That's been my presentation on disposing of human waste. I hope you remember that. Uh, Thank you very much. And I'll take every and every question. If there is any. It doesn't have to be. None? Oh, sorry. Uh, Dylan, I think you're boosted, but Dylan. Yes, Yes, thank you. Uh, And thank you for the presentation. Mm -hmm. Um, Now, throughout, you were talking about how you were going to speak on disposing of human waste. And then at the end, you talked about just tilting it. And then you said you didn't talk about disposing of human waste. Can you comment on the incongruities there? Well, see, if you remember the last slide, the first and third of all that was incorrect. I did not dispose of it. I clung on to it. Uh, I hoarded, if you will. And then my friend Dave, who now is my friend and makes my slides, he was very quick to point out that there's a lot of human waste and I can't see it. So I realized that I wasn't really disposing of it, but I was just talking about it. And that's what I wanted to do in this slide. Show. Okay. Thank you. I don't I don't think I talked about disposing it. There was a slope. Uh serious science man. I would love your very serious question. Yeah, I actually did have a serious question. Uh, when you were talking about your child's shitty drawing, um you said that you gathered your neighbors around mm-hmm. to watch you shit on a cat. And you made sure that there was uh, an odd number of people because you didn't want it to be a tie. Yeah. What sort (laughs) of competition was this? Listen, if if there's one thing I learned about human shit is that a lot of people don't know what to do with it. We're all stuck with it. It's just hanging out somewhere. Sometimes in my neighbor's backyard because I keep dropping it there. What I wanted to do was I wanted to have a bit of an art show, a bit of a conversation with everybody around and say, hey, guys, there's some shit on a cat. What are we going to do with it? Which I think would start the conversation of disposal of human waste. Uh, Because as you know, you really can't mess with cats. That's what the internet has taught us. So I thought that was the quickest way to bring seven of my neighbors together. I got six of my neighbors. I was one of them. Uh, Find a cat, shit on it, figure out what to do for the community. Hmm. Hmm. God. Look, my also my daughter drew that, so it's not even something I did. It was her idea of art. Oh, thank you, Sam. Do you have a question, please? Was it cat shit? Oh no, no, I, I, no, I only shit out human shit. Okay, so no cat shit. So we're we're okay on the parasite front, right? Honestly, I don't know what the cat was doing back there. I was looking at all my neighbors straight, deadlocked in the eyes. The cat could have been shitting. Uh, it wasn't happy, but it was being held still. But okay. no, I was. It was Clarifying human shit. What on, type of shit it was that you were. It was with. yeah. It was it was the human waste. It was the, the real. It was the real okay. greasy kind. So so you said that um, seawater part of it is seawater, and then if you have. It can dehydrate you. Oh, However, they actually, seawater is found sometimes to be more hydrating due to the seaweed in it. 
and the seaweed contains selenium and iodine, which is actually really good for the thyroid. So if you have a thyroid problem, can eating shit help you lose weight or gain weight or fix your thyroid problem? Well, it turns out eating shit can make you lose friends uh, pretty quickly than most things. Um, it can. Now, this was some in-depth shit stuff about my neighbor friend now, Dave. Uh, he had a lot of seawater. I think maybe I would need to do a lot more research on this. Really, what I know what to do about it is is getting rid of waste, uh, not how to make it healthier or how to save lives, which I really should invest more time in because there's honestly some shit on my hands over this and I got to take care of that. But is that real? Like salt water can help thyroid problems? This uh, seaweed can. Oh, well then yes. Seaweed has I stand, I stand by. (laughs) Okay. Well, thank you very much for uh, letting me waste your time on on human waste. Uh, That has been my presentation up next, way more informed, way more understanding. Sam Lander. Oh, <laughs> all right. Here we go. Uh, all right. Did you know that ages eight to sixty-eight, on the average person literally takes a shit once a week? So, on average, most people are fairly constipated. So, when you said there's nine million tons of shit sitting out in the world, that's really not even close to what really should be out there, and the rest is sitting inside your body. So most of us are composed of, you know, 90% water and 10% shit in our mind, but really we're 90% shit. Okay. So we're walking around like big old poop blobs throughout the thing. Um, So that is a little bit of what I'm going to talk about. Um, So we are going to really make your poop work for you, not from you. (laughs) So what that means is we're really going to start to exercise the vagus nerve from the brain into the anus and help you regulate that and teach you different tricks to help you become a better pooper. All right. Um, Just from age eight to 68, though, once you're in out of those ranges, we don't fucking give a shit what you're going to do, literally. So uh, next slide. Whoa, boy. Looks like there's a parasite and a colon on the screen. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk a little bit about the colon. Um, Have you had a colonoscopy? I bet you have. So has the doctor, yeah, you like that little nap. So on average, most Americans go to get a colonoscopy just because they have never napped in their life because they have fucking kids and a job and they don't even know how to fucking do that anymore. So they opt in on this colonoscopy where they go shit their brains out for the entire night prior thinking this is like fun. This is like the new party trick that I'm hearing about. It's sort of like kids filming themselves on TikTok doing really stupid shit, literally. So that's like adult fun now where they film themselves, you know, um, drinking that uh, colonoscopy drink before they um, get to go take their nap and then they put it on um, TikTok. Or maybe it's MySpace, that's what they're doing. I don't know. I'm not so isn't poop gross, fuzzy stuff that comes out the cheek hole? And that's not this cheek, guys. Okay? We're talking like your butthole. You got two cheeks. So it's really not just one cheek hole. It's two cheeks and one hole. Um, and as we learned on the last slide, it could be loose or two, right? Something like that. Um, I hear you barking, big dog, and we'll get to that. But first, a word from my sponsor. 
Oh, sorry. Next slide. <laughs> oh, one. One penny. It costs. It costs. I knew this was going to happen. I have to poop. Sorry, guys. <laughs> this really hard. Okay. Oh, one. Okay. Oh, one. That is the little symbol that I give each one of my clients after they text me when they're done running their parasite test. Okay. So that's their little badge that they get for day one. They get one for each one. I have them do six days of stool testing when I work with them. That is because some days you just don't get any parasites or any critters coming out in your poop. That's a lucky day. The other days they just stay in your body and they continue to just eat you alive. Yes, they live off you. Parasites, 99.9% people are walking around with parasites. Okay. So I have them do six days and I give them a little coin because that's their shit wage. So they get paid. They pay me and then I pay them just shit in tubes. Okay. That's kind of how my business works. A really great investment because 99% of people have parasites. So every time I test them, I'm getting paid shit wages. All right. So you see what I did there. So here are six different ways you can make money from your own feces. One, you can sell it if it's clean enough and they can go and they can put it into other people and make them healthy. Like that's the new fucking trend, right? So I'm going to get a poop pill. I'm going to eat it. And that's going to make me a healthier person and help me live a more optimal life, right? So that's number one. Another way you can sell your poop is, well, I'll tell you a little backstory on me. I've been in prison, okay? So I went for two years. And this is for real. I was in federal prison. And people mail out their dirty panties to men. And they get paid for it, okay? So that's number two. And that's literally shit wages. You shit in your fucking prison panties and you mail them off. Okay, but you got to go to prison first. So in order to go to prison, what you're going to do is you're going to go out in the middle of a public street and you're going to shit out in the middle of it. <laughs> All right, but this is not like you got to go full Monty. You got to go naked. You can't be drunk because then you'll get off on it. You literally daylight <laughs> shit in the middle of the street. All right, that's number three, and that gets you into prison. Well, that'll get you arrested. And then maybe you should do it on government property, so then you can go to federal prison. <laughs> federal prison, because that's like a guarantee with the shit panty pages, mm. the wages. All right, I'm on number three. Okay, <laughs> number four, <laughs> you can make a cake out of it, right? And just put some other cake in it and nobody will really ever know and then sell it. That's, that's like the real shady, sneaky way to make money um, with the shit wages. Um, let's see. A dirty, dirty diapers. You know, I, I heard there's a really hot market for that because diapers, there's a massive shortage on diapers since COVID. So people are actually buying shitty diapers and just cleaning them and having their kids wear them again so th that's how you're going to make your money from your shit all right so when in doubt now you have learned a little bit about parasites and now you know how to like a backup plan in case you lose your job you're guaranteed to be fucking like rolling in the dough with your shit wasted all right <laughs> next slide <laughs>
All right. We know what human waste is, okay? Right? I hope you do. Because we've been talking a lot about what it is. But basically, everything you eat or put in your body, all the chemicals, all that good stuff, is going to come out your cheeks. Two of them, remember. Two of them and one hole. All right. A tube and a loose one. Your muscle. I believe it's what we've learned. So... Um, that's human waste, right? It's garbage that goes in, like you don't need any more and it comes out. But most of us actually don't actually absorb half our food because we, our digestive systems are completely fucked up, um, due to chronic stress, too much medication, whatever it is, um, antibiotics, you name it. We actually aren't even digesting our food. So really the, sh the what was on our plate is also probably human waste too. It's all just shit. Okay. We're just surrounded by shit. The shit world, get used to it. All right, so now we're going to get into how to dispose of all of this, okay? Let's assume it does go through your body and you can actually digest your food. Maybe you've been working with me for a little bit and you're on some digestive enzymes. Things are going well. You're finally pooping after like, you know what, between 8 and 86, you have pooping? <laughs> Whoa. So, you know, you're, you're out of that age range of pooping and you're finally starting to... Um, the poo. I, I think that that prettily wings just flew across the room. You know that. <laughs> um, I know. So Encyclopedia Britannica, which is, I mean, come on, those books, everybody remembers them. They were up on your parents' shelf. You used to like sit there and look at them, think you were smart when you were little and like copy all the pages and word for word and then turn it in as like a book report. At least that's what I think. <laughs> so, um, clearly defines disposal as one non-count b law the act of giving control or ownership to land possession etc to someone giving or ownership is this like narcissistic poop that we're talking about here or what is going on all right sounds like my last relationship is what we're defining so my ex-husband is how you would is definition of disposal is guess of human waste um uh, possessions etc to someone okay can waste human or no be a possession so your human waste you own it you have full ownership okay there's no age range nothing like that but once that human shit is fully excreted out of your body okay and you've wiped you have to wipe it is no longer yours you no longer have any control over what happens. <laughs> it's free range for anyone to do whatever they want. So that's why these women send their poopy panties off because they can't get in trouble. Because once it's gone, it's not theirs. DNA tested or whatever. No. All right. Next slide. Gosh, this is a long lecture. Sorry, guys. All right. A human centipede is a perpetual human waste machine. <laughs> Okay, so poop does not have legs, but a centipede does. So maybe that's why it's, I don't even fucking know, but that little poop machine will walk and it will walk fast because it's got a lot of legs. So it's a fast walking poop machine. We humans are not fortunate enough to have that in our lives, okay? So remember, once it exits your body and it's a, it's a uh, centipede, that shit goes fast and you do not possess it. So you better run if you want it back. Um, a human centipede film tells the story of a deranged German surgeon who kidnaps three tourists and joins them surgically 
mouth-to-mouth anus forming what a human centipede that was just my fun fact i want to tell you guys about i have a little fed up with centipedes so i thought i'd throw that in there i'm it's really i'm just went off a tangent i actually like to stick centipedes up my butt and i thought it would fit in and i could find a way to tell you guys about my fetish and and actually out myself because it's become a real problem so really centipedes have nothing to do with human waste disposal or any of that i just like to stick them up my ass next slide Our waste disposal team. Oh my God, you guys, I have the best team. I have vetted them. I've looked at their poop. We've analyzed their poop. They've had, they've done GI panels with me. They've done the stool testing. They are clean as any guy that I would fuck. Okay. I literally, I make guys do a stool test before I sleep with them. Okay. If you want me eating your ass, you will be doing a stool test. Just so as a little side note, because I don't want a parasite and neither does my team. All right, so we have our waste disposal team. Rick Williams, Sarah No Bones Jones, okay? Rick is a great guy, he's been around for a while. He knows it all. He is uh, knows the ins and outs, let's just say, about poop. Um, he's our chief practicer and multiple, uh, multiple patients pending for human waste disposal retreats. So he does lead all of our retreats, our poop retreats. Um, which are very fascinating. We do it during the full moon when parasites are breeding. So our poop is very funky. And then we got Sarah No Bones Jones. All right, No Bones is the head of checking the human waste. She's our head lab parasitologist. Um, and she's, she's no joke. She can identify anything in poop. She could tell you a lot, a lot more than you would even want to know. Um, yeah. The FBI tried to take her from us last week, but you know. All right, next slide. <laughs> different butts shoots poops different. So if you have a pro a prolapsis anus, dude, you watch out. That's like um, it's kind of like spray paint. You know, you're doing a mural on a wall. It's just gonna fucking go everywhere, right? And then you have a fistula. And that's basically like the spray can, but it's bloody and it's fucking really everywhere. It's like out of control. (laughs) We got like a whole fucking graffiti wall with uh, our poop shoots, just so you know. Um, And then Normie, the new anus, he's the thing that does the edges around your graffiti walls. And that's Mm -hmm. kind of how I like to describe it. So like that nice black fine line around the fucking spray wall. That's where we're at on that. All right, next slide. In conclusion, what is this fucking picture? In in conclusion, this is not a sci-fi movie, you guys. This is some really serious shit. Um, It's no joke. Like my people come to me and they are so freaking sick and they have gone to every doctor. They've tried everything. They literally have no idea what is wrong with them. They're fat. They're unhappy. Their hormones are jacked up. They're bloated. They don't poop majority of them, or they poop so much. They can't even like, they have to literally schedule their, their route to get home. So, um, you know, it, it, I highly recommend that, you know, if you're going to be playing with poop in people's yards and games with odd numbers and (laughs) drinking pills with people's poop, all the weird, you know, sending it getting it from people in the mail, I would, highly recommend you at least run a GI panel with me. So book your discovery call. It's free. 45 minutes. We talk all about your health. 
Thank you for joining me today. That was shockingly great. <laughs> great job. Uh, <clears throat> I think we have some questions if you'd be willing to take any questions. Um, I'll go for it. I got All a little right. bit of all right, perfect. Before we get into the panelists, we do have one from our audience. Uh, Blue Shoe uh, Nick would like to know, as someone who knows their shit, would you say it's your duty to push positive poopaganda? I, I'm a firm believer that, that we should push anything positive. I'm a very positive person. Um, poop, very poop positive. Um, I try not to go on the negative poop route. I find that it makes you very constipated. Excellent. All right. Thank you for the question. Uh, yeah, we'll go with serious. Yes. Thank you for your presentation. Um, you did say, uh, when you were pooping in the middle of the street, um, that you don't want to be drunk because it'll help you get off. Yeah. Good question. But oh. does it help you get actually arrested and put in prison if you do get off while you're shitting in the middle of the street? <laughs> okay. So I, 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 let me clarify that. I actually didn't mean like get off. Like, I don't know if we're talking about orgasm. I don't know what we're talking about here, but if you oh. literally are going to come and have an orgasm in the street, that's a whole other <laughs> yeah. level. I was not referring to that. I'm not sure if that's what you're getting oh, at. Oh, okay. All right. I don't, I don't that think is, anyone that else. actually is. I was I was wondering if that would help me get put in federal prison. Oh, well, you know, if, if you can I come did. and shit. Listen, man, if you can come and shit at the first time, at the same time, I, look, we got a whole other podcast for that. Because I want to like like girls that can squirt, Okay. It's a rare breed. So I was thinking more like if you're intoxicated, they might be like, okay, sit you in the 24 hour tank. But if you literally are active, poop, like, you know, poopaganda kind of thing, like I'm going to go poop in the fucking street in the middle of the day in front of kids, in front of people, and be very aware of it, then you're more likely to be put in jail and arrested. And if you're on okay. government property, it'll be a federal case, which is always better to go federal. Perfect. She said, "If you could shit and come the first time, <laughs> mm -hmm. it takes practice. <laughs> it's the only way I can. That's the only way I can finish." But how many times you gotta be upset? And go, oh, next time. <laughs> uh, Dylan, do you have a question? <laughs> um, yes, yeah, so I suppose this is more a personal question than related to the uh, presentation. But there's a through thread of human centipedes, and I was wondering, out of the three of the rest of us on the panel. Who would you assign the head, the middle, and the tail between myself, Sirius, and Fart? Well, so it looks like Sirius has some pointy thorn type things that mm -hmm. remind me of kind of like the head of the centipede. So I put him in the front. And then you, I think, would be in the middle because it looks like yep. you just have less hair and it would be easier to kind of glide through that middle hmm. part. And then the end, we just we don't know if you'll even make it in. So we're just gonna keep you at the end. Yeah, perfect. Okay. That does make sense. All right. Yeah. Uh, I like that Dylan has the least amount of hair out of all of us. Me too. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I like um, that there's no hair, it just slides right in, you know. <laughs> oh no, you're putting the whole head up the air. No, I, I, I don't. I don't think <laughs> Sam. Has, I'm, I'm I don't no think Sam knows what he's about being is. first. So just so you know, Sam, human centipede uh, is a scientist that sews the mouth around the butthole of another human. So when they poop, that the, uh, the next person has to eat it. And then you do that multiple times. That way people are just oh, eating. Literally and... like a centipede. 
No, no, no. But no, trust me, yours is way better because <clears throat> having it as a sex toy is way <laughs> less gross. Uh, but perfect. Thank you so much for all of your information. Uh, I, I know that Sirius now is trying hard to get into federal prison, which is great. Uh, now, up next, I think we have Mr. Serious Scienceman. I think he's going to be going next. He is very serious. Thank you. Yes. Um, <clears throat> I was uh, crying because of how not serious that last presentation was. So I'm hoping that uh, we can get back on track here talking about human waste disposal. Now, as you might be able to see from my first slide, um, I think that one of the main places that we're going to want to put human waste is out into space. Um, and we'll get into that a little bit more um, as the presentation goes on. So if you could bring up the next slide, please. Now, what is human waste? I know that we've defined human waste in at least one of the last two presentations, but we're defining human waste as people we don't want around anymore, as in humans who are a waste. Um, because all humans poop, and we know it just turns into dirt. We grow uh, plants out of it, we eat those plants, and they become poop again. It's not really that big of a deal to get rid of the, the poop, we're trying to get rid of the humans who don't add anything to society by shooting them into space. Um, as you can see, these two worthless people are just sitting out in the woods. Like, what good are you doing um, for society? Just sitting out in the snow. You're like, your coats are open. This lady's wearing like a cowboy hat. That's not keeping anybody warm. So what are these people even doing? Next slide, please. A waste of what exactly? Now, a waste of time. A lot of things are just a complete waste of your time. They don't add anything to society. They don't, they don't add to your information that you knew. Um, a lot of things are like that. A lot of television is like that. Um, a, lot of, a lot of movies are like that. The only thing that's really worth your time is podcasts you you want to be listening to podcasts all the time because they they add to your knowledge you know you're learning something just like you are now during this presentation um but if you find somebody who's not worth your time uh most celebrities almost everybody in movies everybody in television is a waste of time sure a lot of those people do podcasts now that doesn't make them any better the next thing we're worried about is wasting money. Now, you may have people who live in your house or your neighbors or that guy who lives in your backyard sometimes uh, built fire in your shed uh, to keep himself warm and uh, knocks on your door asking if you have a cup of sugar to eat or uh, a, an entire steak that you might be able to uh, spare. You don't. Who buys an extra steak for that weirdo who lives in their shed? Nobody. It's a waste of money. We don't want that. Now, a waste of energy is when you have to do something for someone that 
that costs your energy. You know, you you have to eat those steaks to make the energy to do things. So if you have somebody in your life who is making you do stuff with that energy that you got from eating the steaks that you bought with your money, like why have them around? Kick them out of your shed. Burn that shed down. You can make it look like an accident or you can just shoot them into space. Uh, next slide, please. Now, our goals are, I say are, it's the royal hour. It's, it's just me. I'm the only one who is working on this particular project. And I think what we're what we're trying to do again the royal we what we're trying to do is to get people to stop wasting their time um i think i heard a presentation on here before uh where everybody should just live in their houses by themselves not let anybody else in and uh you just do things for yourself and if you get sent out of your house um that you get shot on site. And that really inspired me to sort of figure out how we're going to do this, how we're going to get rid of all of these useless people. Um, so that only the people who want to be in their houses by themselves are left. Um, the next thing we have to do after we identify them is we have to remove them. Um, I'm currently in my basement in the house that I live in by myself um, I'm currently building several rocket ships. Um, once we figure out, once we identify the people who are, or a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of energy, we're going to put them in the rockets and we're going to shoot them into space. And that's how we're going to get rid of these waste people. The last thing we have to do is we have to prevent other waste people from arising. The only way to do that is to never have any more children. We have to keep the population where it is right now. And then after we get rid of the waste people, we have to not procreate anymore. So the, so the population will just go down to zero and then we'll let the, you know, squirrels and stuff have the planet back. Uh, next slide, please. <clears throat> the goddamn it Z score. Dang. The, the, the Z score is where these time wasting people are. Now, you go from zero. Uh, zero is sort of in the middle of the country. Um, there's not that many people there. So we don't have to really worry about those people. The blue zones are, there's not very many waste of space people in these blue zones. Uh, most of the people in the blue zones want to be by themselves. Uh, this is based on research. Uh, I, I've talked to dozens of people in each of these states to get this this uh, this Z score. Um, it stands for Zach score. Uh, the red is actually uh, based on Zach Wiseman. Zach Wiseman is sort of the uh, sort of the epitome of time wasting person. So we want to we want to have less of a Z score. Uh, so we've got the the states with the Z with the lowest Z scores. We're going to leave them alone. Now we have Texas, uh, we have Arkansas, we have Tennessee, um, other states. 
that have very high Z scores. These people, for some reason, want to be around other human beings. And uh, we have to get rid of these people. So this is where we're going to start. Um, right now, I'm building the rockets. Um, I've gotten several buses um, and people who wanted to drive these buses. Uh, lots of rope. We're going to tie these people up. We are going to put them into rockets and shoot them into space. Um, and we're going to start in these red, these red Z, so Z score zones. Um, so if you live in one of these areas, watch out. We're coming for you. Next slide, please. Methodology, methodology and efficacy. Uh, dialogue. What we're going to do is the first thing we're going to do is we're going to ask them politely, please get into these rocket ships. Uh, we're going to blast you into space. We're not going to tell them that they're just going to float there until everybody dies. We're not going to tell them that the that the rockets aren't pressurized. So they're just going to probably pop like balloons. Um, but we are going to ask them first to get in uh, to the rocket ships. Uh, the next thing we're going to do is we're going to put start putting people in the wood chipper because the more the more processed they are, the more people we can pack into the rocket ships that we send into space. And uh, then we're going to send them out into space. Uh, so that's really our plan. Um, now, hopefully this podcast, this YouTube show won't go out until we've already carried out our plan so that the people don't know. Uh, of course, People who listen to podcasts are the ones we want to keep and the other ones are the ones that we're going to get rid of. So I guess it doesn't really matter. Uh, next slide, please. Now, the two biggest problems are Jackson Marbles. He gets mad when you don't do the Galileo Galileo part of Bohemian Rhapsody with him. Um, he also lives out in the woods. He is a time waster. He's also a money waster. But he's very slippery. We cannot find him. Uh, and when we do find him, he's gone by the time we get to him with the rope. Um, so the the Galileo part is just really more of a of an annoyance than like an actual part. I just wanted to put it in there so you know. If you see a man uh, with a backpack who's trying to get you to sing Bohemian Rhapsody with him, um, if you could please just knock him out and tie him up let us know uh, where you are so that we can come get him. Um, and then we have Sarah Pisfine Pulsifer. Uh, she eats her fingernail clippings out of a Ziploc baggie as a snack. If you can't, if you can think of a bigger waste of a human being than somebody who eats their own fingernail clippings out of a Ziploc bag, please let me know because we need to find that person also. Now, Piss Fiend, we do know where she is. Unfortunately, we just nobody wants to touch her because she's really gross. Um, she is she's actually she's contained. She's in a federal prison. She's always sending out her pissy panties uh, to men on the Internet. Um, but just so you know, guys, if you're buying Sarah Pulsifer's uh, pissy panties, they have fingernail in them. And that's gross. Next slide, please. 
Now, in conclusion, the first thing that we tried to do was we tried to do like a like a Dr. Manhattan type of thing. We we built a we built this tube thing. We went in there. We were hoping that it would tear us apart uh, atom by atom so that we could leave safely rather than going through all the work to get rid of all the other humans on the planet. We thought if we could go up to Mars and be happy there, uh, that would be way easier. Um, it didn't work, unfortunately, uh, but it did give us the idea for the wood chipper thing. Um, it, we did have several assistants that went through uh, and got basically turned into hamburger. And uh, so I, I, I wish this would have worked. But this is the next best thing. Um, it is a lot of work for us, but we're going to have to do what we're going to have to do. So uh, thank you for coming and uh, just keep shitting on the ground because it is just going to turn into, into dirt and we can use that when everybody else is gone. Thank you. Does anyone have any questions? Uh, Fart Dumman. Serious. Thank you very much for uh, showing up and being very serious and being true to your word. You gave zero jokes that entire presentation, which is perfect. Mm -hmm. Thank you very much. Uh, my question was, in your in-conclusion uh, slide, you mentioned that you were working on a Manhattan-style tube project. Is this the same yes. tube that Sam gets people to poop into? Um, it is now. Uh, okay. Because once we stopped trying to turn people into atoms uh, so that they could go up to Mars safely, um, we sort of abandoned the whole thing. And then Sam came in and said, can I have this tube? And I said, yeah, I'm not doing anything with it. Um, nice. It does turn people into hamburger. And she said, that's fine. We're just going to poop in it anyway. Perfect. Okay. Uh, Any other questions? We do have a couple from the audience mm -hmm. in case people are still thinking. Uh, let's see. Lewis Delaware would like to know. Okay. You talk about Zach Wiseman a lot. What kind of poop do you like a lot? Um, I like the kind where it, it like you can feel it sort of up in your like stomach area mm. when it's coming out. Yeah. And then when it comes out, uh, there's not much left in between your cheeks. So you only have to wipe once. Yeah, those are the nice. kind of poops that I like. Yes. Okay. Blue shoe. Nick would like to know. I enjoyed your presentation, but with two T's. But have you seriously never had a poo that tickles your prostate on the way out? Yeah, I only have poos like that humming, tickle my coming and pooping at the same time. Yeah, yeah. That, I mean not the yeah. first time, but yeah. Foreplay? Is that the foreplay before the actual coming and the pooping? <laughs> That's number two a, play. It's a two play. My, yeah. Damn, my only. <laughs> My poop always tickle my prostate. I, I have a very specific diet, uh, lots of cheese, um, and some some corn, obviously. Uh, but everything's very solid, and nice. as it comes out, it, it is tickling my prostate on the way out. Okay, yes. is it goat cheese or corn? Is it, is it made from cow or goat? Yeah, yes, 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 is it both? Yep. Yeah, it's uh, it's feta and American cheese that I melt together and turn it into like so, a goulash, and I just eat bowls of it. American cheese, as we know, is actually human cheese. It comes from prisoners. Mm -hmm. 
the real boys would like to know. <laughs> but sciencemen, what about the waste of space's wastes? Where do they waste and then dispose of it? Hashtag OMG movie podcast rock. Oh, God. Uh, the, like I said, the, the people that are wastes of space right now, yeah. um, they're, they're just pooping and it's fine because we need that poop. We're going to need that poop once they're, once we send them out into space. Um, we're going to need that poop to grow our vegetables out of. So you're, so the presentation you're giving on human waste disposal is to not dispose of it whatsoever. Correct. We're we're disposing of the wasteful humans. Okay, but their, perfect. Their human waste is is usable. We need that stuff. Oh, okay, okay. So, so don't... it's not really so much. Uh, it's not so much disposing mm. of it as much as collecting it. Oh, okay. So we got to collect. Okay, perfect. Uh, now I saw that Dylan has a question. Oh, um, I was wondering if you could elaborate on the label uh, since we're on the slide. <clears throat> Elaborate on the labels in this uh, image. Uh, yeah, actually, I don't know. Um, this was a very failed experiment, um, no. but I tried to make it look like something from, you know, an old patent office mm -hmm. uh, diagram because I wanted to see if I could get it uh, trademarked if it worked. Mm -hmm. uh, so okay. I just sort of, I, I just envisioned a tube uh, with some gears because in the Watchmen, they talk about uh, clockwork and, and clocks a lot, uh, watches. So I was like, well, it was a tube. There was some clocks. There was some science guys. Yeah. Uh, we're going to. And then, you know, uh, I don't remember her name, but she was watching as Dr. Manhattan was being turned into atoms. Uh, so I put another guy there. Uh, there's a science guy doing the science. Uh, and that was sort of. How I felt about it. I, I didn't really try too much, uh, and I only used wasteful people um, as my guinea pigs. So, you know, it, it was sort of the start of figuring out that we could just get rid of people rather than rather than turning ourselves into Doctor Manhattan, so that we could escape the Earth. Again, the royal we. Oh, okay. Meaning just me. <laughs> nice. Sure. Perfect. Uh, well, it sounds like we're being faxed on a do, but I'm not. I don't. I'm not going to get to it. We have to get on with this. We're running out of time. Uh, up last and least, yes. I think. Yes, is Dylan Terry. Dylan Terry. Yes. Thank you. Um, okay. So, of course, today the topic of the presentation is human waste disposal. How to find the right place to dispose of your human waste? Now, I'm emphasizing human because many of us have waste that is not human. I'm not going to talk about that, though, because it's not the topic of this conversation. Mm -hmm. Because other waste is easy to dispose of, but human waste is a felony, just for your information. Uh, I'm pretty sure that's real. Uh, if you if you fuck around with, like, human waste in, like, and body parts and stuff like that, it's a, it's a federal crime. Uh, so, yeah, no voting after that. Get your shit together and preferably down a toilet or any of these other methods we might discuss later on in this presentation. Let's go to the next slide, please. I want to start by crunching some data. 90% <laughs> of waste is not wanted. Yeah. 42% of that waste was unusable tasteless. Is unusable tasteless. Excuse me. I made these presentations while I was inebriated, and so some of the syntax might be off. But I believe what that means is that 42% of that 90% of not wanted waste is unusable and tasteless. 
and then 64% of the initial 90% can be used for food or trading. Uh, as our previous pre presenter said, poop turns to dirt. So in the wasteland in which we will eventually find ourselves living, the ability to turn your feces into dirt for growing uh, irradiated vegetables will be invaluable. So 64% of that initial 90%, do the math yourself, because I'm not going to, is usable as food or trade. Let's go to the next slide, please. <clears throat> I prepared a little exercise for us. Because there's a there's been a lack of interaction, I believe, on this show. And so I wanted to have a little bit of fun. I wanted to have a little bit of um, energy, pep. Uh, I know serious science man said that he was going to be serious about the science, and he was. I'm not. I like to play. Now let's do this. We're going to drag and drop each level of butt sludge in my backyard and put them in order. All right. So we've got levels one, two, three, four, and five. And we have smelly, chunky, celebrity, expired, and wet. But like really wet, um, you know, you have that moment where you're like, man, that was wet. And then you have that moment where you're like, oh, man, okay, that was wet. We're talking about that last one. So we're going to drag and drop. Now, unfortunately, I don't have a touch screen here. We are presenting remote and my laptop doesn't have that presentation capability. So we're just going to hypothetically drag and drop. And I am going to ask the other presenters on the panel for their opinions going down the line. Now, level one. Now, this is in order. Now, Sam. Which one do you think is level one based on the butt sludge in my backyard? Well, that's really hard for me to tell because um, I know that you have major shifts in your diet because, mm -hmm. you know, you do like to do keto one week and then you go to your intermittent fasting. Yes. So I think there's a wide variety. So I think that when there's a little bit too much um, fat in your poop, it's going to be a little bit more like goat poop. Okay. And so, sure. So um, it really depends on where you're at in your cycle. Okay. I'm going to take that as you saying chunky. And Sam is correct. I do like to keep my gut fauna guessing by changing my diet up every week. <laughs> Vegan, keto, paleo, uh, Atkins for a little while. Sometimes I just don't eat for a week and that gets real interesting. So we're going to drag and drop chunky into level one. Now, serious science men, level two, based on the butt sludge in my backyard, what is level two out of the remainder? Um, I'm going to say uh, in, in, in my own personal, uh, my own personal, like how I like it, I like mm -hmm. it wet, but like real wet. Correct. No so further elaboration say, needed. Yes. Level two. Fart dumb man. Level three based on the butt sludge in my backyard. Oh, smelly. Obviously. Yes. Okay. So right now we have chunky wet, but like real wet and smelly. Uh, now I'm not going to have two of you go twice and have one of you feel left out. So I'll just complete this graph and move on. Mm -hmm. The order is chunky, smelly, wet, but like real wet celebrity, and then expired. Mm -hmm. I keep the expired stuff on top. So it wastes away and I have room for more. Let's That's go smart. to the next slide, please. That's smart. Yes. Waste disposals. I made a tree, but it's like upside down. All the branches are going down or it's right side up and it just has a lot of roots and no branches. Mm -hmm. It's up to your per uh, matter perspective. We're, we're looking at dumping. Now, you can split that into two different things. You get commercial dumping and residential dumping, depending on the zoning of the urban area in which you live. We're going to talk about commercial dumping first. You have spaced commercial dumping. You have camera commercial dumping. And you have a decent community commercial dump. Uh, now, of course, space dumping is when you go outside and look at the stars and you poop in your backyard, such as I do. That's how the butt sludge gets there. You have camera dumping. It's when you do it <laughs> on camera. And you have a decent community dump where everybody in the neighborhood gets together and shits into a big hole. 
at the same time. Uh, moving over into residential dumping, this is different than community dumping because I think a community also involves the local leaders and you know people who work in the town, even if they can't afford to live there. You got Karens, they just wish you'd dump otherwhere, elsewhere, and raccoons, they don't give a shit where you dump because they'll take your shit no matter where it is. Mm. Yeah, so that's a, those are a, just a few different options for waste disposals. I just wanted to bring that up, show you how they all kind of filter upward into a multi-level marketing scheme of dumping. Mm. Now let's go to the next slide, please. <clears throat> As I said earlier, I like to have fun here, and I wanted to talk about my big booty duty making process. It comes in five steps. We're going to go through them one to five without looking at what the upper one is. Step one, you got to eat like a lot, mostly cheese. I know that serious science men prefers feta and American combined. I got good gorgonzola and brie. You get the creamy texture and then the crumbly oh. texture and it just reeks. <laughs> Step two, you drink some old yogurt. Probiotics? Yeah, I'm pretty probiotic. I don't mind. Step three, take an intense nap with the fan and the heater on, preferably wearing nothing. Uh, no blankets, nothing on the mattress, mattress on the floor, uh, nothing else in the room except a fan and a space heater pointed directly at you. So you got hot air blowing all over you. Get a nice sheen. Step four, start chugging coffee and going for mini walks to the fridge, but you don't get anything. Coffee gets you hyped. The uh, mini walks get you moving and you're not eating anything. So your gut fauna has a good chance to like realize what's happening to it, depending on the diet that you give it that week. And then step five, you find the closest port of potting, trying to make appointments with anyone that walks close. Now, um, <clears throat> in my secondary job, I am a therapist. And so I do take my sessions in the local port of potting while we are doing a community dump. I find that it helps people really open up while their pants are down. Uh, they don't tend to make appointments, usually just kind of a walk in. But every, every so often, you know, we plan ahead. And anyway, those are the five steps to my personal big booty duty making process. Um, yours might differ. And that's fine. We all have our own methods of human waste disposal. Let's talk about them in the next slide, please. I have a quote for you first from Cold Hand Sandwich. Uh, it, it was, I was, let me just <clears throat> prepare myself. I would play music, but we didn't obtain any rights. I was at a summer camp where we'd ride horses daily. While on a trail ride, I had to poop. There weren't any bathrooms near us, and I wasn't about to go in the woods with the entire group of campers right there. So I pooped myself while riding a horse. I had to sit in it for 20 minutes until we got back to the main building, where I jumped off my horse and ran to the bathroom. The best part is that the girl behind me during the ride kept saying, your horse is farting a lot. Now that is attributed to Cold Hand Sandwich. Uh, that is the stage name and online handle of Kid Rock. Um, and I believe we did get the rights to use the beat there, uh, which was appropriate. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to show you that, you know, human waste disposal can require no action whatsoever. As long as you're clever about uh, blaming it on the local wildlife or the horse you're riding. He did grow up riding horses and picking apples on an estate in Michigan because his dad owned several car dealerships. So his man of the people, blue collar working man look is 100% a facade. And he's a, sh he's a charlatan. Mm -hmm. Let's go to the next slide, please. Got a problem versus solution, as we highlighted there, uh, as emphasized by the problem of Kid Rock's persona and the solution of telling people that he's a piece of shit. You have the problem, suitably, that he's a piece of shit, and the solution is to tell people about it. You got a shit, you tell people about it. And then usually they'll recommend a way to get rid of it because they don't want to be around it. 
Sometimes that way is them leaving, in which case it does leave you there, so it's not a 100% certain function. But, hey, you do what you can in this world. And in this economy, it's the best you can. I think I covered everything. Yeah. Yeah, let's go to the next slide. Now, in conclusion, you're going to step in some shit in real life. Um, every once in a while, they'll play Bomb to Diddy on the radio or something. Bow it to Dang, whatever it's called. I don't know. <laughs> The one that the one that the old woman sings in, um, I think it was Wedding Singer, because they think it's funny to have an old woman rap. You know, whatever. <coughs> that was Rapper's Delight, you idiot. Was yeah, it? He's, it's he's been a very good. long time. <laughs> Don't interrupt presentations. Serious. Yeah, I'm gonna mute you again. <laughs> anyway, just as serious is pictured on this screen as two feet clowns. You don't want to be a clown and leave your shit for other people to step in. So dispose of it, please. Or go out with all your neighbors and take a shit in a pile together. It's great for building community. And that's it. That's all. We're done. Let's finish. Yeah, go back to the first one. Thank you. That's my presentation on human waste disposal. How to find the right place to dispose of your human waste. <laughs> all right, let's get some questions in here. Uh, serious science, man. I saw your hand first. When you're taking a community dump mm -hmm, uh, mm -hmm. and having therapy sessions, mm -hmm. what's the glory hole situation? during that whole thing complicated um it's the topic of a presentation i am giving at tomorrow's present uh, conference so i can't go into it too much here but you have to take turns like okay. all four you can, you. Toilet, you can use toilet paper oh i have someone restocked it yes or you bring your own towel there is a community like, towel but it doesn't get used very often for not like smudging things. And smudge each other. That's actually the name of the towel. Mm -hmm. <laughs> smudge rag. Smudgy the towel. Smudge. Yeah. Smudge, smudge hashtag smudgy horrific. So crusty. Uh, let's see. Oh, Blue Shoot Nick would like to know: Is there a numerical difference between communal dumping and group poops? <laughs> and is waste not want not not a double negative? I think I'm gonna have I'm gonna tackle the second half of that question first. Is waste not want not not a double negative. <laughs> it, it's, I don't know that it is a double negative because it's telling you not to do either. It's not being like, you don't want to not, not waste or whatever. No. Um, and the only difference between a communal dumping and a group poop is the environment and the atmosphere in which it's taking place. No, that is fair. Excellent. Uh, let's see. Any further questions from uh, Fart Dumb Man? Yeah, thank you very much. I just want to say thank you for being so open and honest about your mm -hmm. presentation. It seemed like it could have been a sensitive topic. Uh, now, when talking about the quote from, I believe it was, yeah, thank you very much, uh, Cold Hand mm -hmm. Sandwich, uh, wh where did this quote take place? Like, what what, what was the situation that they <clears throat> talked to you about? Uh, the summer camp was Interlochen Arts Camp in northern Michigan, uh, renowned for being relatively high-end they have to wear blue shir blue shirts and dark pants and so it was very easy to hide the shits in the pants because nobody could see it he did bring his own horse because they don't have horses up there but you have to go to Mackinac for that yeah perfect thank you very much I really appreciate that of course uh any other questions for Dylan I think he's boosted by the way I am yes thank you Excellent. Okay, so okay. I think that has been it for today. Now let's uh, get everything moving around. Now, obviously, it's the end of the show, and we got to get to the big business, uh, which is <clears throat> it's concluded. We did it. 
Our conferences has been concluded for this week. Now, please, uh, we're going to do... Um, I think I, I missed a part of it. <laughs> uh, presentations are given. Each member of the panelists will now indicate which speaker they believe deserves to win the $50,000 grant awarded from some nobody's uh, Patreon account and the Collector's Nostalgia Prize of the week. Once again, it is Tilly Winks. The winkiest of all tittles, I think. I don't, I'm not sure what that is. I'll look the wittiest of all twinks. I'm not, <laughs> oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense now. Um, now I'm going to ask now you. Now I want it. Yeah, me too. Uh, now I'm going to ask every panelist to put up a number of fingers. So uh, I'm number one, Sam's number two, Sirius number three, Dylan's number four. And when I count to three, who do you think deserves to win the, the super special prize? In three, two, one. Oh, oh nice. Yeah, Dylan got a vote. Good job, Dylan. Uh, Sam, excellent job. I'm Thank you four. so much. Uh, <laughs> hey, usually go number three. I think that's what your well, problem was. It's fitting that number two won this week's presentation. <laughs> oh, clever, Dylan. See, you should have used that in your presentation. That was funny. Uh, now, everyone, that concludes our conference. Now, Sam, you won. And as a winner, you get to tell us what our next conference is going to be at. So what conference do we get to do next week? Oh, well, so I thought we would take a little trip and do a poop retreat out at Interlochen um, and have a little bit of memories. Um, I got Kid Rock coming and mm -hmm. he's going to do a live presentation on um, on pooping, um, specifically how to use a boudet. And we're going to learn a little bit more about why um, we should all change out our toilets with some Perfect. yoga. We'll have some organic um, treats and things. I'm loving all that. So tune in next week. We're going to learn why you should clean out your toilets. And sometimes Kid Rock has a poop. Uh, thank you guys very much for doing this. My name is Zach Wiseman. And my payment for doing this is to make someone give us a new outgoing slogan. So Dylan, what's our outgoing slogan this week? PowerPoint me to the bathroom. Nice. Love that. Sam, if people wanted to find you, hear more, uh, see any of your comedy, find out how your poop should be going, where do they find you? Oh, I am on Instagram for CFIT Living, S-E-E-F-I-T-P-T, -T, or no, sorry, that's not right. CFIT as an S-E-E-F-I-T and then Living. I used to be PT, but, um, and then I'm Samantha Lander on Facebook or CFITPT.com. Perfect. Used to be part-time, now she's full-time into that serious science man. Uh, you can hear me on award-winning podcast, No Time to Binge. Uh, you can also hear me on Jack Billings Presents Haunted Apartment Complex on the Podmoth Network. Uh, you can also, if you're near my front yard uh, while I'm pooping, you can hear me just talking about how it feels and maybe watch me uh, finish. Oh. And he does mean orgasm and poop at the same time. He's been practicing, mm -hmm. and that's why he, he wanted to have this. Yeah. Dylan Terry. Uh, yeah, you can find me at all of Some Nobody's stuff. Look up Some Nobody's on YouTube or any of the podcast apps. You'll find things like <clears throat> Me Clearing My Throat, Silicon Angels, No Time to Binge, Podcast, Podcast, a Podcast Show, PowerPoint Showdown, uh, CYOP Appeal, Talking Upstream, Twitching Upstream, a uh, whole bunch of stuff. Uh, and you can find me at your local community poop. Yeah, no, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about Twitter, though? I'm uh, on the lawyer who gets chopped in half by the uh, Tyrannosaurus mm -hmm. on the toilet um, comes back, but he's just walking legs 
and he's just constantly pooping all the time because that's what happened when he died. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was he was shitting himself when he got eaten in half. So now he's just <clears> like. <throat> Thank you for watching PowerPoint Showdown. Today's winner will receive a $50,000 grant courtesy of some nobody's Patreon. Congratulations on your win. Join us next week for another showdown. Thanks for providing that big, 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 big prize, guys.